Yeah, I think 50 at this point is just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. So I'm like, hey, I'm alone for the ride for the second season, but the third season, I might, I might be told out. Oh, it's not. I haven't even started the first season yet. Is it worth it? The first season was watchable. Yeah, it was watchable. The first season, the first season really got you excited for the second season, mm. and it, it's just like turned into like some Tyler Perry shit. Yeah, because it's like I don't know if Fifty knew what he can do after certain things happen, and he was just like, "All right, well, now I'm just freestyling." Oh, okay. So you're not even going from the story anymore, from the life story. Yeah, it's just <laughs> adding different shit in, and it's, it's he adding like because the parents on there, like they got their own problems, and he just expanded on their issues. Damn, they they little side sub storyline is hilarious. <laughs> the way they interact the whole second season will have you crying. God damn! <laughs> Did y'all watch that Lakers game yesterday? Man. No, need to be beheaded, bro. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, bro. That is one of the top five funniest games I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> when, that, when that nigga Braun fell to his knees after that call, <laughs> <laughs> I literally laughed for like five minutes. <laughs> there was no reason for him to be acting like that. <laughs> that nigga was that that nigga was exasperated. <laughs> Hey, bro, he was hurt, dog. That shit had me in tears. And fuck that nigga Pat Bev, man. I never seen a nigga win us the game, then fumble us the game in, in less than 20 seconds, bro. Bro, he was hoping, bro. That nigga hit uh, two threes and then that tip dunk, bro. When he hit that tip dunk, I was like, man. what the fuck? I literally screamed. I'm like, hell fucking no. It's this nigga. Ew, I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Him bringing that camera on the floor was fucking yeah. insane. Hey, I hope they release that nigga. Back. No, I nigga don't know why Brian did that. Okay. Mm. At that point, I knew they weren't winning because the, the way that thing was winning on that ground, he was on the ground uh, for like a good third, like a minute. Niggas just like, like, yeah, yeah, they not winning OT. I should have put a bet in. Oh man. Oh, but okay, it had a chance. They was just doing dumb shit. Did y'all watch all the OT? Yeah. Like the they waited like a million years to file that nigga. And then uh they for some reason they didn't want to get a shot off at the end when they could have got the shot off filed and had some time left on the clock. Yeah, that was they was tripping. I don't know why Russ got that and one, but I don't know why that nigga was in at in overtime. Bro, I said the same thing. He, he should not be in at the end of the game. And look, announcers keep saying that like he gonna bring energy and shit, but he also brings dumb shit. Yeah, and, and the nigga didn't play the fourth quarter. Like, how you just gonna play this nigga in overtime randomly? Well, yeah. Like, what's the point? I, think, I remember what they was talking about like you just gotta stay ready. Yo, I was like, all right, we we gonna see yeah. that that over the under layup that nigga tried to pull. I'm like, I'm over this nigga. He gotta go. Uh, he really just have too many moments where you just gotta yell. You actually yell, "Come on, man!" Like out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! It's like too many of them. It's like, oh my, that's the real shit. Yeah, they they like offset his good plays. Like he play, he's playing way better than he was playing last year. But that don't mean that he doesn't do enough dumb shit that loses the game sometimes, especially when you playing good teams. Yeah, his dumb shit just look crazy. Yeah, like his bad moments, he just look out of control. 
the funniest thing about Russ is like when everybody like mad and shit at the end of the game, that nigga come to the locker room smiling. What was he like that in the uh, in that interview? That post game. Who Russ? Yeah, y- y'all saw the post game where they asked him about the uh something about one of his mess ups and he got real sassy. And then it was the same oh, the yeah. same post game where the woman was like, "You did that jump around jump shot and it looked so athletic. <laughs> How did you do it?" And he was so impressed. He was like, "We need more of you." <laughs> I heard that shit. I was like, "Who is this chick? <laughs> where, where did they get her to be?" That sounded like a, a high school student just <laughs> asking him something. <laughs> <laughs> that three sixty you did it and you lean to the side. How do you pull that off? See, they need more uh, real nigga reporters, bro. Some niggas is gonna keep it real and not care about their jobs. Yeah, <laughs> cause I, I would not go for the way Russ be talking to some niggas. I actually would love to see how you respond to him in, in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? <laughs> no, we can have a sassy off right now. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one of these other reporters. All right. I'm him. <laughs> Let's let's be sarcastic together, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> All right, yo yo yo. Welcome to the Brazy Bunch podcast. It's your boy Moose Man. So you know this is episode one ninety four. I said one eighty three last week, but we way past that. It's one ninety four, niggas. And um, I don't know why Brian Mc like up until a certain point we thought Brian McKnight was like the good guy, but when he made that like sicko song. It like brought out like his sicko melodies. Like we we knew that he was on some other shit. I don't know why that was on my my mind this week, but that remember shit is crazy. Made, remember when he made Tipsy after that though? Nah, that I ain't listening to fire. Tipsy. What was Tipsy? Um, what's that what song he, he was talking about? about? We singing off forty. They was off that forty two. What the oh, fuck? He made a song I, talking about? Yeah, oh. I don't remember that shit. What was that shit called? It was fire too. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. It, it was actually bad. a good song. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Brian McKnight. I could have sworn forty two. Yeah, it was forty two. Yeah. Damn, that was early too. Then because it had to be if it was around the time when he put out what was this song? The first song called. This was four years ago. Let me show it you how called, it works. Yeah, it was called Grown Up Tipsy. Let me find these lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was crazy. It shouldn't have been a bop. Because he came back randomly with that salt and pepper beard. And okay. Oh, no, 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 you no. was too deep in the Brian yeah. Knight discography, bro. I didn't hear the pepper beard. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, we on that 42, just me and you, one ice cube, like we're supposed to do grown up tipsy. All right, that's not trash, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> nah, the way he was singing it, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not grown up tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had the high pitch joint when he was doing it. No, Grown up tipsy. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> oh, yeah, my nigga sees in the building, man. Hey, man, we all grown up tipsy now. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> Loki, I don't want to be tipsy when I'm grown up, bro. <laughs> I want to be drunk. Nah, grown up tipsy is different, though. <laughs> grown up tipsy. <laughs> What's the difference between regular tipsy and grown up tipsy? That's a very good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, I feel like it's grown up tipsy when you feel like, oh, I'm t- I'm, if, I, if I have one more, it's going to be rowdy. And then you start drinking water instead. 
you know, you tell yourself you got to check on the kids. <laughs> Let me check on the kids. Nah, grown up tipsy now when motherfuckers start feeling more elegant. Oh man, yeah, low key. You got to come up out of your linen. I'm ready for that stage, man. What the linen stage or the grown up tipsy stage? Yeah, no, the grown up tipsy. Well. That and the linen stage. I feel like linen will be kind of fire. Linen's going to be nuts. Linen has always been nuts. It seems like it can be very comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You can get the bagginess that you want. <laughs> you know, it don't really have to be so tight. It could be a little relaxed. Yeah, but it always, it always look a little over baggy. <laughs> it do. <laughs> look, he's ready for this. Like, like somebody just like no one can ever find their proper size. <laughs> Donut and some linen would look like a fucking baptizer or some shit, bro. <laughs> like, just baptize niggas by the lake. <laughs> first come, first serve. <laughs> I'm trying to think of getting yourself a tailored linen suit. Don't want to see how that shit works. Yeah, like a slim fit, a slim fit linen suit is even more crazy. The slim linen fit linen suits linen. are just like, linen suits are just eleva- uh, elevated dicky suits. Yeah, got my nigga done in the building, man. Yes, sir, man. Growing up tipsy, man. Ready to pop with y'all. Hey, we here, man. Uh, can't complain. Another week, another day, another dollar, man. How y'all feeling? Man, you know, I had to do some travel for this week, for work this week. Yeah, I, I had, I haven't had to do anything like that. I haven't had to be around that many like work people before in a really mm. long time and that shit was exhausting yeah nigga hit us with the text like uh what you say i almost had to snap on you he's like man i hate when work be having me out in new york in the, in the nice hotels or some shit i was like nigga don't text don't put this in a group <laughs> oh oh i feel when they, uh, i hate it when they had me in times square yeah, like nigga what <laughs> Yo, I think when they fly me out for you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Okay. Tom, to be clear, Times Square sucks. No, I'm not a fan of Times Square. Like, uh, like, like Times Square actually sucks. Mm. And so that was one. And I was really trying to find some food. Like I got, I got in. So I was like, all right, let me, you know, let me find something from the hotel. Like or near the hotel, couldn't find any good food. They had like Bubba Gump shrimp or Olive Garden Chick Fil A. Like I wasn't trying to eat like some you know Cheney bullshit. I was trying to find something decent. Mm. Anyway, they, I was in like a twelve hour. I had basically a twelve hour work day on Wednesday. Damn. Like the day started at eight thirty. We were in like meetings until four thirty. I had a break till like five fifteen. Then we went to dinner and we had dinner till like nine. Was y'all out there for a conference or something? What was y'all out there? Uh, this was like an off-site meeting. Oh, okay, okay. But, dog, uh, I was so drained. It was just 12 hours of small talk. Yeah, bro. Of people I had never met before. Yeah, them shits is tough. Yeah, I get I get eight hour limit, bro. After that, I'm dipping off, bro. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like, because we had to do them conferences. It's the same thing. It's like people coming up constantly, and you pitching product and shit. That you don't really, I mean, you work for it. I mean, you work for them, so you got to care about it a little bit. But I, I really didn't give a shit. So I was just, at a certain point, like towards the end, I was just like, bro, here's the product. Check it out. Let me know if you got any questions. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that feeling, bro. But how long was you out there? Um, I was only there Tuesday night through Thursday, like afternoon. Oh, okay, okay. 
So it wasn't too long, but I mean, it felt it felt nice to get a little traveling again for work. For sure, man. You know, but other than that, it was it was decent though. Oh, okay, okay. Don't know how it was you, man. Okay, man. This work week was nuts, man. I'm glad it's over. It was a tough one. What's been going on? It's just the fourth quarter shit. It's 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 the busiest time, but nigga got through it, man. Friday. You know, I already know what I did. Took my brain cells to <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> Craziest thing is I haven't, before then, I hadn't smoked since MLK. So my tolerance was kind of on bullshit. I was since MLK. You had, to, you had to pull one up in the air for Pull one up for Marty. <laughs> the MLK runs? <laughs> Man, that was the last day I was like I felt like I really didn't have nothing to like do I, I, I can't I'm not productive at all when I fry the cells you already know mm. you might as well call that day right man Donnie had him a little vibe too I had texted him when he was about to yeah he, he had shown me the little setup he had a little vibe going too what was the vibe man oh, yeah, no no had some you know what I'm saying get the LED Lights, you know what I'm saying? Nah, get, this nigga got the LED light bulb. Yeah. That's how you, that's, you know, the, the, the LED is super strong. What's that? You can get, like, the light bulbs that change colors. They, like, oh, can, like, can connect okay. to, like, Alexa and Siri. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. It was yeah. Siri, Siri, turn it red. <laughs> I, was a, I was a sicko trying to match the Apple Music screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vibe. Well, Key, yeah, this, that, this is the perfect time to transition to shrooms, man. You I see you getting your whole shit set up, man. Man, shrooms is, I don't know. I, I never had, I've only had one good shroom experience. Every other experience has been very, very bad. I, I don't think my mind is, is tailored for shrooms. Shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just started, nah. It's, I'm, I wanted to end immediately. No shit. You yeah. Are, yeah, some of, I, I would do it. It's just got to be like in a safe space. I gotta yeah. just do it at home first. Like I don't need to be out. Yes, it's weird. Like that. It's like I kind of need someone there to do it with me, but yeah. someone that I know for sure. Sometimes when I get too on by myself, I start like freaking out, and I don't. I don't like that. Then you hear way too gone by Jeezy start playing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That'd be a crazy thing to happen. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, but uh, man, I, I've been straight, man. Uh, and the last weekend of the dry January shit felt good. Didn't really have an urge to. Yeah, didn't really have an urge to pop out this weekend. It was raining and shit anyway. Uh, so I'm most likely. Well, yeah, I didn't get through it. I'm not drinking today. So when the last time you uh went out on a Sunday? Uh, it's been a minute actually. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like you ain't you ain't had to hit the town on a Sunday in a minute. Yeah, I, my, I mean, mostly because of the playoffs. Playoffs have been keeping me entertained. So, um, and then niggas for some reason they don't pop out on Sundays no more. I don't know why. Um, Damn, the, the culture changing. Yeah, man, niggas getting older, bro. You know how that go. Uh, but yeah, probably when you know when spring pop back out, niggas probably be back out so but other than that man i've been chilling watching movies watching documentaries listening to music you know the normal shit man uh so yeah uh, outside of that man everybody good no no stories no nothing, nothing crazy happened no nah. i was gonna ask if you uh you you get to watch you people 
Yeah, man, that shit was hilarious, bro. I ain't gonna stunt. That shit was funny as hell. I watched some of that. No, no, I finished it. It definitely had its moments. Yeah. And it definitely had its moments where I was like, all right, what's what's going on? I was loving hip-hop transitions. I was really confused. Yeah. (laughs) It it really... There were times I was like, I I could actually laugh at this. And then there were other times I was like, Kenya Barrett is a menace. Yeah, I thought uh the you know the jokes in there was funny. Fucking Jonah was hilarious in there, especially when he got comfortable with Lauren, like when he was talking about uh <laughs> them being Muslim when they was in the bed. Oh like, yeah, yeah. put the bed yeah. towards Becca. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit was hilarious. But uh, yeah, it was, overall it was a decent movie. Like it was, it was a very solid movie. Um, I don't did the lack of intimacy like the was chemistry. that like yeah was that weird to you? Between uh, Lauren and him, yeah, or was that just a, a proper way of handling that? Yeah, I, f- I feel like you know we ain't really need that as long as we got like the family wilding out. I guess that was the center of the movie. But it was, I think it was just hard because at no point do they ever, yeah, okay, they don't never, they don't look like a believable couple. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in LA, you never know, man. <laughs> I saw like I saw girls on the timeline less than over Jonah Hill, bro. Like legit. Oh. No, hey, look up, look up. Uh, I don't know what to put in for that, but uh, Jonah Hill, put Jonah Hill fine. That's a weird thing to put in Twitter for. search, and I guarantee you it comes I up. I mean, I believe it, but I just them two. Isn't believable to me. I don't think it's believable to anybody. It, no, it's, it's women. Trust me, and it's a lot of black women that said they they find Jonah Hill slightly attractive, bro. It's weird to to me, like how, who, people who other people find attractive, dog. Yeah, but these might be just like fake pages. Yeah, he had the Pat Riley the whole movie. I don't know, man. <laughs> also, so it's like uh, in in a movie and having money has something to do with. It. If that if they saw that motherfucker in real life just for like regular, ain't no way. I might be eight. I might be eight. Yeah, why did he quit his job to podcast? Yeah, it might be sound like me. Sounded like me. Like it's crazy. It's crazy because he had already still been doing it. So like, why he quit? Mm. Yeah. Because uh, okay, this is the wild part. Yeah, because he quit. He quit his job and then they bought a house. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, damn, how the hell did they come up like this? <laughs> the pie going crazy. The basketball scene was ridiculous. That's the only oh, part yeah. I, I wish was. Hey, he's getting buckies, bro. Man, Absurd. Is, is that believable? I hated that. <laughs> Niggas hey. at the end of the game giving them their shoes and shit. Like, <laughs> come on. Y'all taking it too far. Hey, he's getting Phil, buckies. This nigga said Langston Hughes Park. <laughs> nah, that shit was hilarious, bro. <laughs> he said it was a pop up park. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit was funny as hell, bro. I fucked with it, man. Yeah, like, it was, it was kind of absurd, but I think that made it funny. Mm, but uh, yesterday, niggas celebrated uh, Boss Man, man. You know, how's that? Boss Man. It was decent. It was decent. Um, I mean, it was always good to kind of just get folks together, chop it up a bit, have the energy around. You know, because now. Uh, it's just a lot harder than it was before. Everybody got different schedules and shit. So just to 
when you get everybody together for the same <clears throat> reason, it's always nice. Yeah, for sure, man. It's crazy. It's been three years, man. Yeah. yeah so time moving. I was just gonna uh, ask y'all, what is y'all favorite moment from Boss on the Pod? Oh, it easily got it for me. It easily got to be the uh, when um, what was it? Masika got robbed at the gas station or no, that, car that, Alexis got that's mine. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> Y'all see that? And, and this is actually happening right now. Um, this weekend, Alexis Sky uh, she got robbed. I thought her homie got robbed. Yeah, it was it was like her homies. They were in a car. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they got out and somebody stole it. Damn. So, so right now she's protesting the gas station. Quick trip, you did this. <laughs> she, she's she she's leading a, a gas station protest because that that's that's where the car got robbed. So Wait, what just all gas, gas stations? stations? <laughs> Wait, what does she want the gas station to do? Damn, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> How do you process a gas station? <laughs> Man, I, I, all I know is I know not Nav is in there fucking pissed the fuck off. <laughs> like, oh. If y'all don't get the fuck <laughs> so racist. <laughs> if y'all don't get the fuck off my property. <laughs> don't you the cameras don't work. The cameras don't work. I told you you pay you before, you buy before you eat. <laughs> Shop at your only risk. <laughs> oh my god! I told you, you swipe card outside, do you pay outside? You said you wanted him to not lose his ignorance, and there it is. <laughs> do not sue me. That that is not my fault. Insurance does not cover that. <laughs> Oh shit! They 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 about to get me the fuck out of here. Hey, it's been fun though. Too much of a job Oh man, I laugh about that shit like every once in a while. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I got me a tear. I forgot what he said. Use that voice, man. No, no, you don't pay here. Oh. <laughs> and the fact that he used that voice for every race, bro, it was fucking crazy. Like when C's was getting to it, the Armenian niggas. <laughs> the Armenian niggas? And whatever niggas you was playing basketball with. And oh. then, <laughs> he used the same voice. I was like, bro, how you gonna use the Indian voice for these niggas? I was like, I'm gonna just go home. Dude tried to come back and say something. I was like, man, get on my face. And I just left. Buddy, my bad on the foul. Duh, that shit was absurd. Why does Josh have the same accent for every fucking race? <laughs> every race? Hey man, that whole what's that like? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was my funniest. Yeah, who did funny. he? Who did he used to take off on? I know one, but I don't want to oh, say. I'm trying Lizzo. to. Find, I'm trying to find another. I remember. I think there were others, so I was trying to find a different example. Um, definitely. Um, Damn, Amanda Seals is that her? Amanda oh, Seals, yeah. Amanda Seals. <laughs> I remember that because that was uh, I forgot what happened, but yeah, he took off on her and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Boss Man. Man, I might we might have to make a uh, best of Boss part part two, man. But yeah, 
uh, see, did you did you drop one or did you have one? Nah, that one's up there too. I think my my just general overall off pot is just uh, fam, I just used to be so confused at how this nigga use PTO, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like we had the same number of days, but we didn't. I think I'm about to crib with it, bro. <laughs> and then it took a whole PTO day to get an oil change. The funniest thing was when he would take a PTO and then niggas be in the group like talking and then you know everybody at work he was like rise and grind. This nigga at the crib. <laughs> Rising. <laughs> like, nigga, what you on, man? Oh, uh, but yeah, but miss my nigga, bro. Uh definitely for sure. Um and, it's crazy. I don't know if we ever talked about that. That 48 hours was nuts, bro. We talked about that yesterday. Fucking nuts. Honestly, it's what's it was probably more than that. Cause you gotta think about that's a that's a uh, I think about this because well also shout out to Battlefield. He had his birthday. Uh shout out to my nigga, man. But she, his birthday was first. Oh yeah. But that the, the birthday was on the twenty fifth though. Oh, I mean, no, no, like 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 That, that shit was nuts, bro. I still remember that shit like yesterday. Like, I texted him about Kobe. Well, actually, I think I was out of the group and shit because, you know, I was feeling kind of down because of Kobe shit. And then he texted me. He was like, hey, bro, you good? And I was like, man, this Kobe shit fucking me up, bro. And he's like, yeah, me too, man. I'm feeling, you know, low about the shit. And that was the last time I really talked to him. And so, yeah. That shit, that should still be sitting with you sometime, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I know the Kobe shit happened on. It happened after we finished, right? Yeah. It, it was right on, on a Sunday. Yeah, like yeah, you're right, you're right. Because that that's when I hit the group. Because I saw it on TMZ, and I was like, "Hey, bro, uh, Kobe died." And then, like, uh, I was like, bro, this can't be real. And then niggas kept showing that shit, bro. And, yeah, like I said, I I stayed out the group for a little minute because niggas was hurt for real. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he texted me. He was like, bro, you straight? Because I, I was at work, at, at work doing nothing, bro. Like, I couldn't focus on work. One of my uh, coworkers, he a big Kobe fan, too. So we both just sitting there like, fuck, bro. And, yeah, yeah, and that's when I got the other call, and I was like, "Oh God, not today, bro." So, <sighs> yeah, man, it's life. Life takes you through ups and downs, bro. That's one thing that I, you know, realize. You just gotta keep it going, bro. Keep going, keep enjoying the people you know that's mm-hmm. here on the earth that you got around you. Cherish the day, cherish the moments, because this life is not long, dog. Yeah, for sure. I was I was thinking about um, I was thinking about that earlier this week. Like, it's hard to realize like how much time actually like passes. Like, I don't know. Sometimes like certain years, like 2016, doesn't sound that long ago, but it's actually really long ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just like realizing how much like time I guess is really going on, like. We at one point we were excited to turn 21, and now, like, that's like a decade behind us now, yeah, which is wild to think, which about. is like kind of wild to say out yeah. loud and like actually think about. Yeah, I'm moving, bro. God damn, next nigga's like, gonna be 50 in the linens. 
Yeah. Holy shit. Because I was even thinking, like, it's weird because, like, there's certain shit, like, I feel like as people that we go through, like, regardless of how much time actually goes on, like, it still feels like it just happened recently. While, like, other shit can happen, it's just like, it just feels so long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like because maybe the significance of the event, um, it just sticks so far out in your mind. Like, when my grandma passed, I remember that, like, every detail to that mm-hmm. specifically. Like, I remember what I was listening to. I was listening to Jay-Z, uh, the uh, American Gangster, And I remember, it, like, all the details. And it's crazy to me. And that happened in 2015, 14. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's just crazy how memory works and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, man, definitely, like I said before, man, just cherish your people, man, uh, miss your boss, man, and, uh, you know, we gonna keep doing it, man. Uh, anything else happened this week, man, that we, we need to get into before we start to pot it? Uh, no, man, I think, though, that was it for real. We always gotta get the tribute, though, so glad we took that moment to... <laughs> Kick it off proper, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, man. What's the what's the biggest story this week? Damn, biggest story this week. Um, I don't know. This is oh oh okay. The oh, well, this is kind of downer, but um, the five officers or ex officers in Memphis were uh they were all charged with murder and they released that video. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think everybody knows this story. It's not, and you you explained it pretty well, so we don't have to go into further detail. Um, did y'all watch the video first and foremost? No, I mean, I think I saw like clips of it on accident because the news came on after the game, but no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. The Tyree Nichols body cam footage. Yeah, I didn't. did y'all purposely not watch it, or y'all just haven't came across? It? Uh, purposely. Okay. I haven't, I haven't come across it. I, I mean, it's one of those things like you know, I don't want to find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I like. I could look it up and see it. Um, I don't know if I necessarily want to, but I also understand like some things. It's just important to see. But so, man, I'm, I'm like, I already know how this shit. You know, I already know the importance of it. And how fucked up shit is. You know, I, I think if anything, it needs to be people on the other side that needs to see this. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I agree. And I, I definitely accept and you know, I'm cool with people taking that stance. Like we didn't see it a million times. Like we don't need to continuously see people get murdered and stuff like that. I, I watched it just so um just for my sake so I can have an information on what was going on. And um, man, this shit was ridiculous, bro. And to see people, five black men who know and have seen this happen to black people consistently over years, to perpetuate that type of violence against another black person was crazy, bro. It was like legit, and I'm not being funny at all. It was like some WWE type shit, like them holding them up and just taking turns on them, swinging on on um Tyree. I'm gonna ask, do 
is the fact that they're black play a bigger element for you into this? Um, and if so, is it un- is it valid or not to to have that higher expectation? I guess. I, I, it doesn't play a, a it doesn't play a part in it because I've been saying for years it's not it's not the color of the skin of the officers. Yes, the if an officer is white, they have that they already coming into that job with that bias, and you know I'm not saying all white people are racist or nothing like that, but they they have an inherent bias a lot of the time that affects the way that they do that job. But it just shows how when you're a police officer, you're given that power, that power corrupts you. And policing in this country is inherently racist, bro. They see black people and they police black people differently than they police white people. And this is shown here. Let that have been a white dude. They not fucking beating a white man like that. Like this shit was fucking ridiculous, bro. And yeah. just I mean, the power that they they given, they, they take that and abuse it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're you you're right. Um, and it's it's crazy because it's one of those things where it's like no matter. I guess there's just a, there is such like when you we say good cop bad cops, we need to get rid of like the bad cops. It kind of proves that all bad cops can look in different ways and shape and forms. Like we can't. It's not all the white cops. So is it just one of those things like there is no white, there's no black, it's just blue type of thing? Yeah, I, I would I would say that. It, I think it's more of a policing issue than a race issue because they're, they're quote-unquote good white cops. There's cops that just do their job and go home and try to make sure the community's safe. There's quote-unquote good black cops that, that do the same thing and, and all different races. But... It's a, it seems to be a lot of bad cops too in, in all different races. It's just it's just confusing on how I don't know what would even lead a group of individuals to do that. It's sick, bro. Uh, especially officers. So, like, what was that for? Yeah, and like I said, the, when I saw that video, I, I hope they don't see the light of day in, a day again in their life, bro. Cause that shit to beat somebody to death like that, where you ho- like legit, they're holding up a, a somebody and telling them, uh, telling one person to come get their turn on swinging on them. Buddy pushed dude out the the uh, dude away that was kicking him, not to stop him from kicking him, but so he can get a kick. It's sick, bro. It's like no humanity within them. And like I said, I'm more embarrassed that these are black people who have seen time in day in and day out how black people are treated in this country. And you have that in your mind and you go and perpetuate that to another black man. That's being stopped for a traffic stop. So, yeah, the shit just be escalating it. I don't know. The police just have so much power. It's really is you just feel so helpless, and then shit. If shit ends up like that, it's it's different, especially if you outnumber. One police officer will make you feel uncomfortable. Don't be, don't have an issue, and there's numerous there. Then you really be on edge. Yeah. Where, uh, where did this take place again? Memphis. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cops involved are they from Memphis? Do we know, or if they are from that? 
don't know town. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know that information. Um, but normally it, it works out that way. But I'm not gonna say it in this situation because I'm not 100 yeah. sure. And it's also because you know, like, and then it's the factor of if if they weren't black, would they have charges filed? Yeah, and. It's even it, go beyond that. Oh well, we can, we can let's park right there. Yeah, if they weren't black, would they have filed charges? Uh, I don't think not as quick. <laughs> and as a lot of people are saying it, it, a lot of people are saying, "Well, uh, you see what happened when they black, um, and stuff like that." And it, I mean, this is that's just telling on how fucked up this country is. That we're not sure if they were white that they would file charges for beating a man to death. I think it's also disappointing is like there this there won't be any change from this. Like you would think something like this would should bring like a domino effect of training nationwide to police departments. But there there's not gonna be any type of uh I guess I don't know, anything that, that transpires that lets us know that they're improving. I think they're just going to continue as usual. They're going to be a little bit more cautious, some of them, but it's some of the similar type shit is still going to go on. Yeah. And that, I think that's the significance of them being black. Like they are able, like the media and outside people are able to label them as monsters, as um, exclusions to the rule or exceptions to policing. They, they don't have a problem with labeling them <laughs> as monsters. Like, you've seen the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, I think. They had the tribute to Tyree. Let this been a different situation. They'll let the facts play out before they start like honor, doing honor tributes and stuff like that. And that's that's the most frustrating part. Like, yes, of course we want them, demon, not demonized, but we want them prosecuted and kicked out the force. And, yeah, we, yeah, we want that to happen. But it's just funny how like the outside and the media and stuff like that treats it when it's when it's black people because now they're able to put the monster label on it. They're able to put the police or bad label on it because there's black police. And that's just frustrating. So I don't know. Really don't we? It happens over and over again, and I mean, we recently talked about people not wanting to watch it, and I I understand it because I had to really think about if I wanted to watch it as well. But between this and the one I was talking about a couple weeks ago, it's just it's just sad, bro. It really is. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's just, I don't know. It's just going to be like another, if it's not this, it's going to be in some other type of tragedy soon. I think I saw, um, it was a tweet that had like in the past 24 days, like the number of mass shootings that have taken place. And like, it was just a whole map covered in dots. It was two more this morning. It was one in LA. It was one in, um, Somewhere else in California where like four four or five people got shot. Uh one in Houston. And it's just people it, it's it's looking grim. And they say the numbers are going down. It's just the amount of media that we're able to receive on a day to day basis. We're just seeing more of it. But 
still, I mean, how many is too little? Like anytime one person gets shot, it's too much. But you see five people shot or seven Mm -hmm. people shot, you know, 10 people shot on a daily. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, damn, is shit really getting better or not? Like, so it all comes down to the gun control thing. And I watched a video on Vice that debated it. It was actually a good debate. Um, if you got time, definitely check it out. Um, but it's just like you can't argue with fools, and this country is filled with too many fools to really debate or argue about it. So, what can you do? But just stay safe and just hope your time never come. So, yeah. Uh, any any other thoughts on that one? <sighs> no, I mean again, hopefully it brings some police reform. But never really too optimistic about that. I don't know. It's just, it's just scary how some, I guess, bad people can become cops and become cops for, I guess, the knowing that they can have some power and how they choose to use it. It's disappointing because it's, we shouldn't have to feel, I guess, afraid of the people who are supposed to help us type of shit. I don't know. It's just a different conversation. I think it. I think it does corrupt people because I don't think they go in thinking like, "Hey, I'm going to punish black people when I when I get in in the force." I think it's a lot of sometimes it's just lame people who never had power, never had nothing in their life. They get in a position where they can, um, boss people around and shit like that. Which I which I think is part of the problem. We we have this like. Um, culture where we have to like respect and honor cops for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's looked at as a dangerous job. It's the same thing with like the um veterans. No, I'm not. Oh, just in the sense that it's the dangers behind it. No, and we definitely respect the sacrifices they put in. So I'm not gonna take that away. But I just because you are a cop, just because your job is your you, nigga, you chose that job. I don't owe you respect you just because it, I, no, I'm being dead ass. Like you chose that job. I don't owe you respect just because you chose that job. That's funny because it's true. I'd be feeling the same way though. Like you wanted to do this. Like you didn't you weren't drafted. Yeah, I didn't ask you, like, hey, we, we need you on the streets. Like I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you no yes, sir. No, I don't owe you none of that. But I have to do it because I know that's the smartest thing, or I'm going to do it because I know that's the smartest thing, and I don't want no bullshit. But that it's a shame that I have to, uh, yes sir, yes ma'am, uh, because you chose to be a cop. Cops are just like old school parents too. They just they get they got too much ego in it. Yeah, that's that's also what the biggest part is. A lot of ego goes into it. So if they feel embarrassed or something like that. They start showing their ass off. And then that just, that just becomes their personality. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. Uh, R.I.P. to Tyree, man. And Condolences to his family. You, they didn't deserve to have you know their family member taken out the streets or taken away from them um, for this. It's nonsense. So, uh, what's what else is happening, man? Uh, did you, this is this is hella random. Did y'all see that priest that went uh said he went to hell? And they were playing Rihanna? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It was a uh, priest, Gerald Johnson. He died temporarily. He had a heart attack and he died temporarily. And he said he went to hell and they were playing Rihanna's Umbrella and Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. But it wasn't like they were playing it over speakers. They had like a demon choir singing it. This nigga. What was he on? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what type of drugs he was on, bro. Yeah, he said that uh, he was told that he was going to hell because he wasn't forgiven, like his unforgiving soul or something like that. And then I guess he mm-hmm. came back and <laughs> he figured that he had to change some things. Wait, oh, so this is a a pastor? He's a priest, yes. It, and this happened before he became a priest or while he was a priest? While he was a priest. Hell no. You, you losing your congregation after that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come back and tell us you went to hell, bro. I'm about <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. Uh, how you gonna lead us if you went to hell? Hell <laughs> <laughs> no, buddy. <laughs> I said before, uh, having to hear Rihanna Umbrella over three times probably does sound like hell, though. Especially with a demon choir. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Nah, that's, yeah, that's crazy to think about. What we talked about before, like, what what do y'all really think heaven and hell are like, bro? <sighs> I, I, it's hard for me to think about that because I don't know what... Uh, I don't know what, what I necessarily believe in. Yeah, because I I want to believe there is a afterlife. I don't know if I, you know how people say if there is a afterlife, there has to be a heaven and hell. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. You just think it's over with. I I think there might be an afterlife, but I don't know if it's like two different, like two totally different things. I think we all kind of go to one place. What that place is, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm just I get I don't like the afterlife people who like think heaven is like paintings of Barack or Tupac and like <laughs> Muhammad Ali and, and shit and Kobe. Like, Kobe doing up. fadeaway yeah. jumpers on you. <laughs> like I don't, I don't I don't I don't like that visualization. No. I don't know. I I don't know because I have y'all have I mean are y'all scared of going to hell? Is that what like keeps y'all from doing bad things or y'all just yeah, I don't really think about it. Uh, Hell's not the motivating factor for me. I, I, I like rarely think about it. Like, oh man, okay. if I do this, I'm going to hell. But I mean, do you acknowledge it? Say, because I, when I think of hell, I think of like pit bulls chasing me like twenty four seven, and like just some wild, crazy shit that I'm, I'm like afraid of. It, the crazy thing, I don't think of, I don't think of hell. Like if I, I never really think of what it could be, because I just have a feeling like I'm not going there. Maybe that's one thing I do believe in. I believe that I, I, I can't see myself being there, so I never really think of what it could be. Oh, you met Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> you never going there. I'm never going there. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I rarely, I rarely think about it, but I do. Think about, especially as I've gotten older, like, what is the end? Like, what is this? Like, you know what needs to happen? They need to make a, they need to make a Pixar movie about heaven or hell. Ain't that what Soul was? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought for half a second, but (laughs) I just knew he was a jazz playing Soul. Like, I don't, I don't remember what it was about. Did he get like reincarnated or some shit? 
it wasn't the best movie. I just would want to see how Pixar would do hell. <laughs> you know they'd make it all kitty, and then niggas wouldn't be scared to go to hell no more. Motherfuckers oh, yeah. <laughs> be burning alive. <laughs> who, who, <laughs> who would they voice as the demon? Uh, that nigga uh, from the barbershop movies. Yeah, damn! I was thinking about that nigga. Uh, what's buddy name? About Wallace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like a demon. He would be perfect. Yeah. That's that's crazy to think about, though. I don't know. I don't know what I believe. I'm gonna just take it a day at a time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did y'all see nigga said Jalen Rollins and Stephen A. Smith beefing man? I did. I saw the tweet. Yeah, I think there's a real beef. I think there's something to it. Because the tweet I saw, he was like saying something about how these dudes be trolling. Yeah, trolling the Cowboys and all this. And I i don't know who else I could think of that be on that bullshit but Stephen A. Yeah, uh, Shannon kind of do, but I don't think he would have a beef with Shannon. That seems kind of weird. But people are thinking that it was a Stephen A because, you know, obviously Stephen A has a show with Jalen Rose's ex-wife, Molly Kiram. And uh, they have a cool relationship. Stephen A. Smith frames stuff in the way he talks. It really seems like like him and his coworkers go out for drinks after after the show. <laughs> what you trying to say, man? <laughs> hey, I'm not I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying that you've seen some episodes of the show. Where Stephen A make it look like he trying to game Molly down. <laughs> like when he made that countdown of things he was thankful for, and it was yeah. like like the Steelers and like most of the stuff was sports related shit. And then number one was Molly. It was no reason for him to do that. That's nasty behavior. Yeah, so I mean, but can he be mad if that's his ex-wife though? Like you can't hate. Or can he hate? I mean, we talked about your homeboys dating your girls, your ex. So. But, but were they homies too? I mean, they on a show together. Yeah, but that don't mean they like they they coworkers. Ooh, yeah, I right. mean, but you push yourself in that position. I mean, Jalen put himself in that position. What you mean? By he, by meeting he, your coworker. Yeah, by meeting your girl uh, at in the work. Same space, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got to know what comes with that. So you know. I mean, he. I feel like he has the right to be upset, but I mean, that's that's one of the things that come into play when you meet your wife at work. Yeah, you gotta date a fly nigga though. After me though, don't don't date Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah, but Stephen A. Smith got bread. He got bread, but all right. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That's make me look bad. Y'all ever had that feeling when when somebody you was dealing with date somebody like horrible after you? See, I, I don't have a problem with that, man. Do bad. <laughs> you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do better. <laughs> you have to settle. For hey, it. let them know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. want you to. I honestly don't want you. To, uh, yeah, from an ego perspective, you would probably want them to. To yeah, but you don't want them me, to go too bad, though. <laughs> no, 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 not not too. I, I want your life to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, no. I could. You could. You could handle. Too bad, because then they're gonna hit you with the they just different. They can be more different than me if they ugly. Yeah. 
Well, I'm talking about a nigga with no sauce. Like you, you see the but pictures. She was like, "What you the see fuck?" A, <laughs> you don't want to see a carbon <laughs> copy of yourself, because then that means you were just a copy of somebody else. Yeah, but I'm talking about they dating some nigga that's like, like, like. Well, I don't know. I guess everybody got their own little charm, but mm-hmm. some nigga you just like absolutely not. I don't want to be included in the same vein as this nigga. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't think I, I look at it like, man, if if he's if he's looking a certain way, like he's looking extremely goofy. You know what I'm saying? I think I think I, I won. <laughs> I won in this situation. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man, because I don't want to see it with like some extra like saucy. Because <laughs> that would make me feel like, damn. And that nigga nice as hell. He meets you. He's like, hey, what up, man? Y'all cool as hell. <laughs> Coolest nigga ever. Yeah, I see. Uh-huh. I see. I see why she liked this nigga. Uh, he alright. He alright. He was cool. You gotta tell your homeboys, man. That nigga was cool as hell. He was he solid. <laughs> he a solid nigga right there, man. Nah, I don't want that. Yeah, man. Um, but speaking of uh, workshop affairs, man, Amy Robach. Hey, man, she doing her white best white woman impression now, dog. Uh, she said she was blindsided by T.J. Holmes. Uh, the extent of all his affairs in the workplace. Um, I'm so happy we talk about it. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we talked about it before, but um, they were let go. They're officially fired by Good Morning America, and it came out that um, you know, obviously, I I feel like they're gonna sue them for um, what is it called when you terminate it um without cause. Uh, unwrongful tor- termination. Yeah, wrongful termination. Um, so, and then after they they it came out that they might sue them for wrongful termination. Um, it came out that what's the name is just sticking and moving. Um, T.J. Holmes is just sticking and moving everybody in the goddamn studio. Um, I guess it was with one intern. Uh, first, it was with one intern, and now it's with another subordinate that he was having sex with. And now it's coming out that Amy Robox is saying she was blindsided with all the different affairs he was having in the office. <laughs> uh, what do y'all think about this situation? This motherfucker. What you think he was doing? He fucking you at, at work. You even think he <laughs> tried the, the intern? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I was going to say, you know you got to be moving kind of bad for, for your side. I guess one of your side chicks was like, yo, I didn't even know he was giving it up like this. <laughs> Like, cause it was weird because the intern was like 13 years younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do, do y'all feel like he's in the wrong for having a consensual relationship with an intern or somebody that's in the. I mean, we, we saw this happen with uh, uh, Ime Yudoka. Mm-hmm. Is this the same situation? Uh, it depends on like what the what the dynamic is. I feel like the Ime situation is it's, it's hard to tell with like coaches and what the other people do like if this intern is working directly under uh tj is his name yeah tj holmes yeah if like you can't do that well i think it's wrong regardless because he's if you're an anchor and this is an intern regardless of where she's under you're still over her yeah yeah you still have eyes over I mean, it's gonna okay. <laughs> Zinger, <laughs> See, but that, but that's something. Also, okay. So, say you're. I mean, I guess, I guess it doesn't equate to like a regular. 
I want to say regular company, but like say you take it to uh, someone with a nine to five, no on air talent and they work in a different department. But say it's somebody that's at a lower level than you are. Is that okay? And that's my thing. A lot of people meet the people they date at work, bro. Mm -hmm. And they, like you said, they might not all be on the same level. It might be considered different levels or whatever. I don't know if in entertainment and sports and stuff like that is different because of the amount of money and stuff like that you're dealing with. But I mean, this type of shit happens all the time. Look at the call center. Everybody can fuck in the call center, bro. Call center going crazy. No, certain <laughs> jobs are different though. Like those call center jobs, it makes sense. Yeah. If you work in a strip mall, you make sense. Strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, the sprint like, kiosk going crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know how they got the offices in the strip malls? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I heard restaurants is like the number one. Oh, what? And they got teenagers there. You, be- yeah. you better believe it. You're going crazy at the restaurants, man. I heard they just they fucking anybody. I worked at a restaurant. I'm trying to uh, some boyfriends and girlfriends working there. Um, but it was cool, man. That was one of my coolest jobs when I worked at Hula Hands, bro. Shout out to Hula. Is Hula Hands still around? Do they still be doing shit? Uh yeah, I think I think I seen the Hula Hands open the other day. Not down here, but it was up there. I think they're more up north. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a that's a tricky situation. I never worked in a restaurant, but I could definitely see how you could get tempted to just go crazy. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> you kids like you're on your feet all day. You're running around with these, you know, the the same people. Like most of the time, these are like your uh, the people that uh, make your day. Mm. Is the people that you you know what I'm saying? You dealing with you know, customers and all that. Like, if you're at a company or something like that, your coworkers, you know, you could really give a damn. They don't make your day. R- really, your day is made when you don't have to interact with them motherfuckers. But at a restaurant, they, you know, they could help with your attitude and stuff. So I can see how you could get to start dating them and shit. Did y'all ever deal with a coworker or have thoughts about dealing with a coworker? <laughs> no. Uh, n- not someone like on my team. No, mm. like someone that's in my department. Not trying to think. I don't think I have. Um, when I was working at the coffee shop in the Ike, it was it was one <laughs> that I was thinking about. <laughs> but, that don't count. <laughs> how that don't count? That was work. No, no, no that don't count because we still go to school with them. So it's like, come on, like, oh, okay, it, yeah. it, it's no ethics. <laughs> the lines are blurred. <laughs> yeah, but you go to you go to school with a lot of people you don't work with, so it's more to pick from. Real shit. You got a lot of time when you work with somebody. You got a lot of time to talk and learn their lives and shit. Um, so I think that that's why a lot of people date people that they working with. But uh, the majority of your time. Yeah, for sure. Um, should you be dating if you broke? <laughs> a time, a, a question that's old as time, but it came back up this week. So I want to. Talk. It depends on who you're trying to date. Mm. What you mean by that? If your brokenness can accommodate somebody's expectations, then if I go ahead, go crazy. But you can't try to have somebody tamper their expectations to meet your brokenness. 
So if uh, somebody is cool with you being broke, then you, you you can date. Yeah, if somebody's cool with hot dogs and spaghetti, cut up hot dogs and spaghetti, then you know date them. But you can't make somebody who wants some bolognese want some hot dogs and spaghetti. Mm, yeah, I, I agree with that, man. I feel like anybody should be able to date. It's just you know, got to see who's willing to you know settle for. Yeah, because I mean. You got to think about it. We, it's always going to be a section of our population that makes a little amount of money. Should they be excluded from dating just because of what they make? Nobody should. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. It, Go ahead, my it, 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 I, well, I was going to say, but your expectations are like you got to be realistic on your uh what your return is going to be i don't people don't be realistic enough what do you mean by return um the quality that, that they think their output can bring back okay yeah i mean cuz i i always see it and i like for me, I always had this thing where I don't feel comfortable <laughs> dating if I don't got enough money to accommodate what I'm what I'm supposed to be doing. But then again, I look at it as like it's plenty of people that date that don't make that much money and live happy lives with their partners or whatever. So why do I have this expect? Is it just me having a certain expectation, or should I really not be dating if I'm if I'm broke out here? I think it's like society, you know, gender roles plays a, a, a part in it. But like, if a girl really likes you, I mean, what, what what's wrong with her not just uh, footing the bill for most of the point while we while we get to know each other? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, what's the problem with that? We, I feel like for for us, we definitely pay for the first couple of dates. What's wrong with a woman paying for our first couple of dates till we get some shit right? <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? What what was that? Remember that Timberland and Carrie Hilson song? He was like, can't even buy you flowers. <laughs> she was feeling that. <laughs> she was loving that. <laughs> like, Carrie was cool. We need to get back to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell, nobody's going with this agenda. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you get your shit off. What's <laughs> the problem with that, man? Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I, I mean, on social media, you know, niggas got all types of expectations. They say you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. They be trying to do too much for the like for the gram and shit. Like it's it's certain people who like they need steak forty eight like every meal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I ever said my theory about uh steak forty eight in different little steak shops, but if you're looking for bad women. Type in go on Instagram. Type in State Forty Eight in whatever city you in. If you in Dallas, type it in in Dallas. If you in Houston, type it in Houston, Chicago. I don't know if they got State Forty Eight in Chicago, but it might be a different steakhouse. Type in the steakhouse of your city. Look at the top uh, pictures, and you're gonna find the baddest women in that city. Guaranteed every time. It's crazy. You can be in Portland, my nigga. Type in Portland Steakhouse. You're going to find the baddest women in the city in Portland. The thing is, like, do women be eating steak like that? 
But it's it's Instagrammable. It's, it, it, people be there for the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe. You can take a picture in front of that sign. <laughs> That's great. It's like taking yeah. a picture in front of the fucking uh, what's that shit in France? Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's crazy. Steakhouse. Even Michael Jordan's Steakhouse. They 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 be having some shit out there. Yeah, it's just letting I, I heard. the nigga that that you with got expensive taste, man. Hey, you gotta do it. Uh, anything else to say on this before we move on? Um, have you ever had a broke date moment? Broke date moment. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, when I was broke, I really didn't like. I said date like go out on dates. Like when I was broke, I was just having. Broke nigga dates, just hanging out at the crib and shit. I'm sure I've. I feel like all my broke date moments were internalized. Like I was probably like in my mind freaking the fuck out, but it, it never like showed up outside of it. I remember the first date I went on. I went to took it to Chipotle, and I spun out when we was leaving the. Uh, <laughs> Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> we was leaving the park lot because it was it was ice on the ground. <laughs> you spun out the Chipotle. <laughs> no, I was leaving out the parking lot, <laughs> and my car spun around. Only <laughs> did a three sixty. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> no, no, but we do need to talk about like, have you ever like been with a girl and your car just breaks down or some shit? Has nah. that ever happened to y'all? No, nah, I ain't never had that happen. Hey, that's man, don't, don't, don't play with me. That's happened. I, I, to me I so got worse. Time. Wait, y'all cars and broke down? Mm-hmm. Well, Damn. Damn. Show has. And that shit was trash. What you nah, we got I was fam. It was I forgot. It was something with the engine or whatever. And I had to pull over and then I had to call Triple A. And then we were stuck in the car for like an hour. Damn. An hour and a half. You know, that shit is the worst, bro. Did, uh, you, did you open the hood and take your shirt off like you knew what was going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to fake it. You know, I had to fake over the hood. Man, this nigga is standing there. He, he just put his hand in. <laughs> Yep. All right, how do how do I look like I know what I'm doing? Exactly what I thought. Uh, okay, <laughs> he, he walked back to the car, nodding his head. Yeah, don't look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what this is. <laughs> it's a cigarette carburetor. <laughs> Man, mine wasn't a, a a car breakdown, but it was a car accident. You had a car accident with one of your girls. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. She, this was she, this worked. The only day she was moving, mm. helped to move. And this is the point where there was still tension there. Like things weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was purpose. Like, <laughs> like things were. We were trying to get things good to do. Uh, tried to make a U turn. Tried to get some food, so made a U turn at an intersection. And as I'm getting ready to turn into the Wingstop parking lot. We get clipped in the back from like some people on a motorcycle. What the fuck? And they call the fire department. Oh, okay. I remember this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That that was. Yeah, that's fucked up, bro. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't the greatest. Was it mid argument? 
What was y'all cool? Uh, we had been cool that day. No, oh, okay. And then that happened, and <laughs> boy, things switched. <laughs> I thought you was just like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> just turned on LR. <laughs> I got it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit could have got wild, man. But yeah, man, it's some crazy, some crazy uh, stories, man. Too many to name. Uh, what's going on, man? Ben Simmons, uh, he wants his eight hundred thousand dollar wedding ring back from Maya Jama, uh, Maya Hama. I don't know how you say her last name, but uh, fair or foul. When people do that, are they fair or foul? I don't understand. It's, it seems fair to me. If you don't want it, if you like, if you, if you don't want to be with me. And this is what came with that. Give it back. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I feel like engagement rings are the one thing that you for sure can ask back because it goes with something. If we don't follow, like, what are you trying to keep thing, it for? It's not yeah. Infinity Stone. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to come up off that. Playing devil's advocate, some people look at it as a, like a gift, like a car or something else. Like, if you wouldn't take those things back, why take an engagement ring back? I don't know. I feel like I feel like looking at an engagement ring as a gift and that and that's it is the problem. Because if that's the case, I could just give you a ring and then we don't have to get married, but you got the engagement ring, so you cool with it. You just don't want to marry me. I just don't know why you want to keep it. Pawn it off, get some money, it's a gift. I'll see you broke. Like it's sick. That's 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 sick. That's sick. Being like, yeah, I know I can get. I know I can come up off this. Nah, give it back. Is there any other gift that is okay to ask for it back? Mm. I want. I mean, I say I want to say any gift if you want to. If you want to get spicy, <laughs> you can't do that. A car is like in the middle. Yeah. I, no, it's not. I can, I can see that. No, it's, it's not. No, you can't ask for you can't ask for a car back. You got it fucked up. You not if it's in my name, I'm asking for it back. Okay, that's different. Yeah, yeah. In my name is different. I mean, like actually gifted. Oh well, yeah. If I give her a car and it's in her name, I don't even have claim to it. Like I can't even ask for it back because she don't. I mean, how am I gonna get it back? It's what? in her name. You have to run up and snatch the keys. Yeah. <laughs> you go to prison. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think a car. Yeah, if anything that's in my name, I feel like I have the right to ask for well, it. Yeah, it's petty. No, no, no. Then you, no, you just transfer it over. Oh no, you can get it. You can get it repo. Just get it towed back to your house. Yeah, like uh, Quavo did. But it's just no, like, I, mean, I mean, just transfer the title. You wouldn't just transfer the title and have her pay for it. It depends on the car. You want her to start fresh? Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Think about it on the bus. Yeah, when you when you break up, man, you become petty, man. Your heart just goes and, you know, does whatever, bro. You become evil. Yeah, it's like those people that burn down the houses after they lose them and shit in the divorce. It's like, why you do that, bro? Now both of y'all out of the house. Niggas be doing that? Hell yeah. That is crazy. Hell yeah. Um... What what where do y'all stand on the dress codes in, in club debate, man? Um I saw an interesting one because I saw this woman, it was like a, a upscale bar, 
and she came there with like a fishnet outfit with like her panties and bra showing. And they were like, look, uh, I know y'all all y'all always be up in arms about clubs and bars having dress codes, but this is why we need them. And I was just like, I don't I don't know. I'm gonna let y'all do y'all feel like it's necessary to have a strict dress code for certain places. I honestly just want to say no. I, I don't. I mean, I guess if you're like, if you're paying for something and you're hosting it, like a wedding, sure. But other than that, I just don't feel like why we people think if you wear something different, you're you're less likely to cut up. These yeah. hard bottom shoes ain't gonna stop shit. Yeah. yeah. My thing is, I feel like you don't have to have a a racist ass dress code or just a dress code that's whack as hell to tell people like if they wear a certain thing they can't come in here like if you show up in a fishnet with some brown panties you should know you you're not gonna get injured like it's like the airplane like you can't show up like that on a plane they will not let you on a plane like that they don't have a dress code that's that stink though so some shit is just it's not even some shit just goes beyond dress code like now you now you being a stink like now, you, now, like now the shit that you're doing is just like it's not even like fashion you you look stupid go home no you can't come here you can't come in here because you look stupid yeah some of these outfits are getting a little wild i ain't gonna lie like for, the, uh, for that club person for the for the people that were talking about that girl coming in with the bra mm. were they tr- were they trying to say that they have a dress code to protect the people or it was more so we just don't want the people in our business looking like this i think it's a little bit of both like you you don't want to subject the people in there to that to having to see that woman in her bra and panties in there um, I'm sure if it's a bar, health and safety type shit where you don't want people's uh orifices out around food. Uh shit like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cuz I cuz the when I looked at it, it seemed like to me dress codes is more so for the people that own, you know, the business and how they want to be portrayed and how they want their business to look rather than for the protection of safety of the people that's actually going. And how do you feel about that? I, that is, I, I kind of have a problem with, because I feel like you, you would want people to feel comfortable in your place of business. Because I feel like that's where I, I feel the best when I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if it's a strict dress code, I'm not really feeling, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take away the vibe for me if I'm not, you know, feeling comfortable. But also, I can see the other side of, you know, if, there, if there's a health code involved, like you just going up in there with your underwear on, like, nah, that, that can't happen. But I don't know. I just see a lot of places, they kind of just do it for the look. And I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's like just because you say you have a strict dress code don't mean everybody going to step in looking fly. Some people just can't put that shit on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they gonna look bad regardless. So no spot have my have might have some weak looking people in there. But I also feel like um going to the spots where they do let people in who wear like the brown paintings and, and fishnet, it's probably more entertaining. 
No, no. People that wear that normally are very entertaining people. Yeah, I, I would just want to sit there and watch somebody just uh, try to go spit game. Because you know somebody going to be thirsty. Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it, bro. I like... Like... You, I, you already intimidated when you see somebody like that, bro. Like, what do you say? Like, how do you start the conversation when you see somebody like that in the club? Someone half naked? Yeah. Damn, I got a birthmark right there too. Like, what do you what do you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, mm. I'm, I've never been good at that type of shit. Like, Spitting first in? words, like first, to the one liners. Yeah, that's that's not my. It has to be some accidental shit, like. <laughs> like we bump in and I'm I don't know. <laughs> like the conversation comes from like a you a Riz take <laughs> Lariz take you bumping in with some fly shit oh excuse me <laughs> Bro, yeah I, I don't know how that shit like do you guys have go to lines you already know mine bro I have anxiety I have like social anxiety so I, I have to be prepared for shit to say when I when I see somebody so y'all know I, it's always like either the outfit or the eyes or something like that. It's it's prepared <laughs> Wait, to open up the conversation. How you say it? Like you got some pretty ass eyes. <laughs> Come on, no, you you're not doing that. I ain't you're doing walk, that. I do that all the time. Not walk, you're not walking up to random women and saying you got some pretty ass eyes. <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, if they have actually nice eyes, I, most of the time it's the outfit. I was like, you re- look really nice in that outfit. And then they, normally they flatter. They'd be like, oh, thank you. And if if opportunity arises, you start a conversation. If it does not, you keep it moving. They just feel flattered. They feel like you, they got a nice compliment. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you just got to be ready. I'm, I'm not one of those think on the go type niggas, man. Well, I'm just going to think, think of some shit. Like, and I, I feel like now shit take a long time. Do y'all ever feel like shit take a long time for y'all like to register in y'all mind when people say stuff to y'all? I feel like it's always been like that for me, but I I, I don't know if it's gotten worse. What do you mean? Like, like I, I find know what you mean, but I'm, I'm trying to make sure I understand what you mean. I find myself a lot like I walk up to somebody and they'll say something, and it doesn't register to me what they said on first on the first time they said it. So it'll take for me about to be walking away for it to click. Like, oh, they just said that to me. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's uh, give me an example. Like, like a like a pickup line. No, just any, just, anything. just anything. Yeah, like I, I walk in the gas station, and then the the cashier will make a joke or something, but I don't oh. hear it. Like I don't, it doesn't register in my mind that they said that. Oh, I mm. think it's just because I don't think they're talking to me. Yeah, maybe I don't it's know. Just it just I, happens I to like a lot of people though. Being I, I, in an open space, being in like a public space where you assume other people are there, I just wouldn't assume that they're gonna individualize me. I, I think for me, I'm just focused on so many different things in the moment mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm not thinking about what the person is saying, especially if it's someone new that I'm just meeting. I'm like, my mind is on a different wavelength at that yeah. point. Like, I'm meeting different people. I'm, you know, like it's, I'm thinking about too many different things to focus on what's your first words. That's why I don't be remembering people's names for the most part. Like somebody will say their name. I'm like, shit, this shit just goes right over my head when I first meet people. Yeah, and I hate I hate when like you do that 
and then they call you by your name, so you kind of have to call them by their name, <laughs> but you don't know what it is. Especially yeah. <laughs> like Zoom uh, meetings yeah. and shit. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I'd be horrible with that shit, bro. But yeah, th- for that cause is the reason why um, I I have to like stay prepared and like prepare things to say because it's like a mix between anxiety and me not being able to it's like certain shit not registering for a little minute until I'm like fully focused in on the conversation. So I don't know, man. Life is weird, bro. Uh, anything else to say on that one? I don't know. I forgot what we was talking about on that one. Dress codes. Yeah. Niggas just want to be comfortable, man. For sure, man. And I hate when niggas get, get away with, uh, when niggas, they say no hats and you can wear like a, uh, a Kango or some shit or a Kofi. Up in there, bro. A koofy. They yeah. like, <laughs> I need to go to the spots where they're wearing koofy. <laughs> Real shit. I hate when you get around the rules to that. Because I'm not going to wear one of those, but I'm like jealous that you can wear one of those. Yeah. But, uh... uh, 21 Savage was named Greatest Rapper Alive by Complex for 2022. Do y'all agree? <laughs> No, I don't. I want to say no. I feel like it should be one answer to this. I, I just didn't understand it. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of understand it a little bit. How? He, he got the he got the album with Drake, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, no, for sure. He, okay. he probably he probably wasn't even Scotty on that. Boris, but it was it was it was a moment. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, he he kills his verses. That's true. Um, what's the name that that didn't drop this year, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Savage Mode Two. No, it dropped twenty twenty one, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I I can kind of see where they're going with it, like because twenty one don't drop no bullshit. I I, I wouldn't go with him. Uh, to me, to me, it's future. Oh, twenty twenty for Savage Mode Two. 2020? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would go with Future, me personally. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying Future should have got it last year, which I couldn't disagree with. He had a big year, and it's crazy that he had one of his biggest years since late in his career. Surprised um, nobody said Dirk. Dirk, another one. Um, oh, yeah, I think, Dirk. I think mainstream is a little bit scared of the Dirk momentum right now. <laughs> For real. Uh, but yeah, I just want to see what y'all thought about that. I don't agree with it. I don't think 21 was the best rapper of last year, but I know what Complex is on. They're trying to start a conversation. Like, uh, if you look at the other years, some some of them they got right, but some of them it's just like, what the hell are y'all thinking about? So, uh, but yeah, I think it should probably should have been future. Um, this is so fucking wild, but I, I just wanted to see what y'all said. Did y'all see that video of TK Kirkland saying that uh people should have one hour to report sexual assault? Oh my god, what <laughs> he did not say this, bro. He, he was on like a Vlad interview. He said that he's tired of people waiting years um to report sexual assault and like and stuff like that. Um, trigger warning. I'm sorry to use that word. Uh, but he said that to solve this problem, everybody should have one hour to report sexual assault. Yeah, we don't even we we won't even have to get into that. How insensitive that is. 
That shit was fucking yeah. nuts, bro. You can't. But the thing is, like, niggas like him can say that and not get any repercussions because nobody's really checking for TK Kirkland. So he, he can get all his shit off. He's like in the Boosie Lane where it's just like he, he doesn't care if people try to cancel him. So I just thought that was fucking wild to say. I did want to bring up something that's kind of like in that vein a little bit. Mm. Have y'all seen what's been going on with uh, the guy from Rick and Morty? Yeah. Well, he was texting uh, one of the fans and saying some like weird creepy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and pretty much um, Adult Swim is cutting ties and he, and he voices both Rick and Morty. So they're going to replace him. Yeah. yeah, replace. How do y'all feel about that? Like, just how, uh, the stance that Adult Swim took. Because I, I read the messages, and I know he has um, also out there he has a domestic charge, and I think it's it's going to trial. I think in a couple months, but no details have been. Uh, brought out about that. Everything's sealed, so nobody knows exactly what happened regarding that, but he does have a charge out there. How do y'all feel about Adult Swim cutting ties with him before anything was even... before a conviction or anything? Of the messages or the domestic violence stuff? Or of, of both. The messages were a little weird, bro. And they were they were to a, a minor, correct? He was talking to minors, correct? No, they weren't minors. They were like they were like 18, 19 year olds. Everyone was of legal age. Mm. I don't know, cause uh, like I'm I'm looking at it now, and I see in an interview he said a hundred years ago it was little thirteen year old girls. If they were built like a woman, they were getting married and having kids. And now we're gonna be all precious about it. That's that's telltale signs that some somebody got some shit going on. But but do you think it's cool to? I don't know. It's something that I always think. Do you think it's cool to proactively punish someone? I mean, I think nowadays people just try to cover themselves. It's easy. I guess it's they almost feel it's safer, especially in the public eye, to get in front of something than to be seen as not doing anything yeah. for the for the betterment of. I guess the the company brand organization, whenever. Yeah, and I'm looking at the the uh, a news story about this, and he's talking to like 16 year olds. He says, um, the 16 year old should go into sex slavery. And in one of the alleged messages, he also asked the anonymous thin minor to cam whore once she start once she turns 18. Another text shows him. Mm. Calling her jailbait, stating you should grow older, you dumb bitch. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see those messages. Yeah, yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, gotta yeah. get the fuck he, out of here. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it, that's crazy, man. I, I really fuck with that show. I don't think it's gonna be the same without dude's voice, but 
maybe they can find somebody to do a decent impression. Yeah, it's like Big Mouth. Big Mouth replaced. I mean, but she's not one of the the integral characters. But Shorty from uh, the Bear um, replaced that white woman that was voicing the black character. So I think it can be done. It's just yeah, the voices of Rick and Morty are so like shit unique that I don't know. It's, it's probably gonna be hard. But if they still got the same writers and stuff like that, it probably probably still be the same. So. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a well. Actually, I, I think I saw that he hasn't written on anything for them in in some years. So I feel like it'll still be solid. Mm. But it was just it was I didn't see those uh, those messages. Yeah, though. those shit was wild. Uh, speaking of pedophiles, did y'all see the videos uh, of the, the niggas and Watts setting up pedophiles to get snuck? Wait, who did this? What is it's the niggas like, in California, bro? <laughs> They like regular niggas and they, they like tell the, the pedophiles to come to like Walmart to meet up and then they just sneak them. <laughs> Are they recording this? Yes. All right. See, I, uh, they got a YouTube page. Uh, I, for, I For some reason, I did not write down the name of it because I just thought it was fucking crazy activity. But uh, it's all, yeah, it's on YouTube. This is going to sound nuts. If they weren't recording it, I'd be a hundred percent okay with them learning pedophiles and sneaking up Walmart. <laughs> I'd be a hundred percent cool with it. But when you record it and you post it, I just feel like you're making money off of uh, how messed up this is. I don't know if that's necessarily right. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. The one video I saw, hey, that pervert was getting right with Buddy, bro. He, he had hands, bro. Oh shit! Like. <laughs> First, you can't get your ass beat. Yo, they had to jump him at the end. Like that. That's how right Buddy was getting with the. <laughs> I was like, hey, you got to think. Just because a nigga a pervert don't mean he don't got hands, bro. How many did they? Do they call the police at the end? No, you can't because you just beat this nigga's ass. It's assault. <laughs> you can't do that, man. Yeah. So that, like, of course, we all want you know, them type of niggas to suffer some consequences, but I don't think that's the way, bro. Especially if you know, if you're not 100% sure you're going to beat this nigga's ass. So. Yeah, because you just fueling the fire if that nigga whoop you. <laughs> so I can get out of these situations easily. <laughs> I wish somebody would stop me. <laughs> Expect them to just take their beating. They <laughs> create a super villain. <laughs> Oh shit, man! <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, what y'all think about Steve Wilkes, the uh, Carolina Panthers interim coach, not getting the job, man? Uh, I mean, he made a hell of a point. So I think it sets a precedent that this with Frank Reich, he his leash should somewhat be shorter because he's not come picking up nonsense. He showed that that roster is capable of something, especially when they were provided with, I don't want to say little to nothing, but they got rid of some of their stronger assets offensively and were still able to win football games. So it's Bruh. disappointing, but I mean, it's, it's how it goes. If this doesn't show that the league is racist as hell, bro, like this man took a team that lost their best offensive weapon in Christian McCaffrey, lost their starting quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Although Baker is not that good, he's by far the best 
quarterback they had on the team. Um, traded him to LA or got rid of him. I don't know if he went to free agency first or they traded him, whatever. Um, they had nobody. And yes, granted, the NFC South was terrible this year, and but he almost got them to the playoffs. He was a game away from getting them to the playoffs. Went five and four, five and five, somewhere like with nobody. And then they bring it. I think if they brought in a coach that did some shit, like actually was good or had okay seasons, I'd be fine. Frank Wright got fired in the middle of the season after going three and five and one. Yeah, but I guess you look at his previous seasons. He he's he's done some things, but it just I don't know if he's going to elevate them, ascend them anywhere. That's why I wanted the Panthers to make the playoffs, because if they make the playoffs, they would have been in a tough position. Because then it's just completely obvious that. Could you really fire him? If, if they would have made the playoffs, wouldn't they have had to at least give him one more year? They would have found a way to fire him. I think they didn't want him there from the get-go, bro. Anytime he has to come in and interview again for the job, he's been there for months, bro. What do you need to interview for? Yeah. I so. mean, that's what, the, that's what the interim tag is for. It's It's temporary. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, we all know he deserved that job. Anybody with a brain know he deserved that job. The people in the locker room loved him. He did a great job with that team. They had nobody. It's just, it's just stupid, bro. Like this was the most egregious one to me that I've seen in a while. Like the Flores thing was that was what it was and all that shit. But Wooks has been given a bad deal twice. Yeah, I'm not. I think this in combination with the Colts still interviewing Jeff Saturday is fucking. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> that is, yo, the NFL is on some bullshit with these coaches, man. Yeah. Um, he, he should. That's one nigga that should not be getting interviewed. That, that makes no sense. What is he gonna say? What is Jeff Saturday gonna say in his interview? <laughs> I went one and seven and was seconds away from going zero and eight when I took over the you team. Can't, you can't say you've seen you've seen my you've seen what I can do. <laughs> yes, I do. See. <laughs> if I have more time, if you had more time, we would have been worse. That nigga blew like a what a twenty eight point lead in one half. <laughs> this is and the craziest thing is I can see them hiring. I honestly can. I saw a report came out today that said it that's not looking likely. So I don't know, but they they get investigated for sure if they do. Yeah, bro. Is is there anything that could fix this issue or the NFL just gonna have to be NFL? Yeah, the owners ah, okay, I was about to say something a little too it's 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 really on the owners. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a boys' club and until that changes. I, I don't see anything uh, fixing this issue. Yeah, I mean, you see, because Tomlin on a hot seat every damn year, he hasn't had a losing season yet. So it's just like you got to be damn near fucking Bill Belichick to to last in this league as a black coach, bro. Or Marvin Lewis, who had some blackmail type shit going on. <laughs> That's the only way. I, I still need to understand what Marvin Lewis had. 
<laughs> he had some, man. <laughs> even with even with the head down years, it was like give him an extension. It was like, why are you doing it? That was the craziest. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you got like Cliff Kingsbury getting extensions into 2027 and then moving to Thailand, uh, just chilling out and shit. That was the dumbest extension of all time, bro. This thing getting paid four years for doing absolutely nothing. He, he's just a blessing. I, I think they gave him extension off of vibes. He just looks like a, <laughs> just looks like a coach. This nigga cool as hell, man. Extend <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, man. Yeah, but uh, a man made a video, um, pretty much stating how um people work from from home is convincing their employers that their presence is not needed. He kind of explained it saying like early on in like the manufacturing days, um, it was like something that happened that like the, I guess the jobs went overseas or something like that. And they, they show like these big corporations that the job could be done by the people overseas, which therefore transform the the workplace in the manufacturing jobs he says is this is the same thing happening now with the the pandemic now all the people wanting to work from home is showing employers that they're they don't have to have people on site and pay those people on site money to do these jobs therefore they can easily give those outsource those jobs uh for way less money way less overhead um, do y'all agree with that? Um, I mean, it's not every job can be done that way. Um, I do understand that there are some, I, feel, I, mean, I think I, I saw this TikTok and I wasn't sure if it was like conspiracy theory TikTok, so I really wasn't going to talk on it, but it kind of said the same things like these tech layoffs are because they're going to just re are going to move some of those jobs, like some of those different countries who where they potentially get somewhat of the similar work, which is for the cheaper costs. Because like they're not companies, they're not companies that are lose necessarily losing large sums of money, but this is just like (laughs) saving money and just doing it at a lower cost. Mm -hmm. Because I think the, the thought of, these tech giants really is that as you increase overhead, you're going to increase profits, but sometimes it doesn't always work like that. Or what they might be doing is like they'll increase the overhead and increase profits at the same time. And then at a certain point, they like let's decrease overhead and try to increase profits. And so decrease the overhead looks like outsourcing jobs and getting rid of people and all these layoffs and stuff like that. Now, to if this will increase profits, I don't know. But I think that's what most of these people think. But he's pretty much blaming people that want to work from home, saying that, look, you're making you're making your employer think like, hey, we don't need these people here to get the job done. We see now them staying at home. They can still get the job done. So what's stopping us from taking these positions and giving them the people that's going to work for half the salary? I feel like that's a the thought process of a bad company, though. I mean, because the people aren't wrong for wanting to have more flexibility. I guess with their work days, and if we're still performing at high levels, I don't think it's showcasing that it can be done in other places. It's just showcasing that work can be done without 
being in the office for 40 hours a week. Okay, I, I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. Like, yeah, I'm working from home, but hey, try to take that overseas and see if you can find somebody that still gets the work done like I can. So you think we bring a unique skill set to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be because t- you got to think. I mean, it depends on you know different jobs, but like a lot of the time you do, you know, we, we get hired for the, the certain skills that we bring, and you know, t- t- it, it depends on the company. It, also, it really depends. Yeah, because if you outsource it, they're going to have to learn everything that we already know. So it's going to be a lag at some point, or possibly. Yeah. It might. You're not going to have the same. You don't know what you're going to get in return. You're just hoping to expect to get the same thing exactly back. And I think that's that's some of the bigger things that go into it. It's just like first of all, we all for the majority of us, we run on similar schedules. We might be a, a hour or two off, but you know, all of our work can be done in the same business day. If you outsource it, you know, you might have to wait for a certain time or if in a certain country they have certain a months off that they don't work and things like that. So that's that's one thing. Our ideals and the communication styles are similar. So we're able to communicate more effectively. So those those type of things go into why it's important to um you know keep these people working these jobs. But I mean I see both sides. Like I understand how he's saying like some employ some employers are thinking like, hey, I can get this outsource and just get the same amount of, you know, what's the names? Uh same amount of productivity. But I don't know, man. Since I've been working, one thing that I know I know we talked about the like slight negatives of working from home, but one of the best things that came from this is just that I don't feel like I live to work anymore. Like I actually feel like I have a life outside of work. Does the part of that have to do with the job as well? Yeah, that's true. Like I worked from home, and I, this I have to be forgetting that I worked from home like four years before this was all like tr- not not trendy, but everybody was doing it. Like when I worked my first job in Houston, I worked from home for like three years, but it was a different thing. Like I had to be engaged all the time in that job like by my computer looking at the screen type shit yeah because no i definitely had a work from home job that i felt like i was just working to live yeah this one i can take take breaks if i want to watch something and you know do what i want to do and so it's different but i don't know uh it's 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 definitely interesting to see this little tug of war that like uh, the older generations have with the younger generations about this work from home and productivity and stuff like that. So uh, we're gonna see how this plays out. Y'all got any stories to talk about or anything y'all want us to discuss? Um, this is kind of random, but I I was listening to I was listening to some some Webby on my flight. Do we feel like artists should re-release some older albums with like updated beats? No, what what or like better sounding like this? Because I was listening to Bad Bitch, and it sounded like a Super Mario song. Ah, that you talking about that? Uh, 
no. It was like, burr, burr, I know, I'm thinking about girl, give me that. You talking about yeah. bad bitch. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, no, that's, that's some shit. No, no. That, yeah, nah, you got to keep that. That beat? I think it just fits, bro. It just sounds so flat. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if they should be updated with beats, but there needs to be a lot of projects that need to be remastered and re re-released. Because some songs just sound way too old, just sonically, especially mixtape stuff. I wish more artists would just re-release their shit mastered. I think that sometimes that adds like personality though. Like you've seen all these people complaining. I don't know if you've seen those AI reconstructions of the videos where it's making it like hella clear in like 60 FPS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of people don't like that because it's taking the character out of the video. I think it's kind of cool to see it like super clear, but it's just like a lot of people like that grimy look, like that old school look did something for them. So I think it's like that. Like sometimes that adds character to the songs. I can't think of one that, that we all had those songs that you think about and it's just like, oh, that's not supposed to be there or the DJ drop in the beginning of the song is always going to be there. Um, I'm trying to think of one that I can think of offhand. Well, there's not, nothing coming to me. Uh, the Brown Paper Bag. I think everybody know, has heard the version of Brown Paper Bag where they got that little kid yelling over the over the song. <laughs> we in the streets, nigga. Like that that version. That was yeah, yeah. No, it was a, it was another version, bro. It's like a little kid. He was he was like uh uh I forgot what he was saying, but it was a DJ drop, and it was just over and over. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're about. yeah. So that type of shit, it sticks out in your mind and it adds like personality to the to the song. Or when DJ Holiday would fucking restart the song a million times. Hmm. Do you want that remaster where it just starts the song and it's regular, or do you want to start it? Uh, what what's the song? This uh, first day out, first day out. He's restarted like four times. I want that remaster too. Nah, I I think for me, I'm cool with the drop. It's just how it sounds. You know, like it's kind of it still got that staticky, grimy like sound to it. I, I I feel like they could just tune that up a little bit. Like like when I was listening to the uh, old Max B songs, mm. I wish them things could be massive because that shit just makes me feel like I'm in a a, a bando in like <laughs> <laughs> like 2003 or some shit. Like I, I just want it to be a lot clearer. Yeah, no, I feel that. Uh, I don't know. I I just like the personality sometimes. Like I see the way that some of these albums are coming out remastered. Like when a cushion OJ hit it, and, and that's why I really don't want a yellow album to be remastered. If they're gonna put it on there, just put the regular yellow album on there. Cause I don't want to hear yellow album with some strange melodies, bro. That would throw my vibes all the way off. Oh, see, I I don't. I, if they could remaster, but not like put it on DSPs, but you could find it, I'd be okay with that. Because yeah, I, like when they did Christian Orange Juice on on like the DSPs, those beats were so oh so upsetting. Some of them, I don't want to go through that. I just want the songs to sound crisper. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I 
the historian in me is like, damn, we need that time stamp in, in time. Like sometimes the way you speak and the way you talk and the way you rap and shit at that moment was, you know, we need that to stay the same. But I see what y'all saying though, for sure. Uh do y'all feel like men are limited in ways they know how to show love? Uh, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? Um, so I was reading, it was this conversation earlier in the week that men know how to show love by money, like spending money or, um, intimate intimacy, like having sex and shit like that. But they don't know other, other forms of love to spread either to the, to their partners or their lovers or their friends and shit like that. Oh, I would say no, nah, then. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, like, it definitely, uh, it might be a, a little bit harder, but I, f- I feel like there's a lot of men that they know how to do the little, the small things, get the romance going. Valentine's Day is coming up, man. What's some ways to show love? What's some of the ways you can show love? Shit. I don't know. Well, it's. I think it start. It always start with like, who are you trying to show love to? You got to have some sort of understanding for who it is that you're dealing with to properly show them something that's going to be, I don't know, seen. I guess you could say they're going to receive it the way that you want them to like take it in. If she want a little, you know. Um, thoughtfulness is always key. If you can do something thoughtful, something they might have mentioned before, something they want, something that can help them out, do that. You know, set up some intimate, just y'all two. Have some, some, have some intention, and some intention will take you a long way. I swear to God. <laughs> Don't know why you left. You not intentional. No, no, no. He, 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 he talking like you about to spin off his own little. Uh... <laughs> Dating pod. <laughs> <laughs> Intentional gets you a long way. Trust me. But no, that's that's some real shit. It's like it's just. I think it's just being thoughtful, you know, and just and, and, and sometimes that's hard. It's hard to sometimes think about uh, new ways to to you know be thoughtful and not do the same thing over and over again. At least for me. What's your favorite ways to show love? Um, I'm gonna ask a service nigga. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know, I like how you try to make that gangster. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna ask a service nigga. I'm gonna ask a service nigga. So I, you know, it's it's doing doing small things that, um, I guess can can help make their day a little better, or doing uh. Grabbing some flowers or something like that for the, just out the blue, doing doing random things that can just feel like mm. you know put them in a good mood. Mm, okay. uh, you know, definitely definitely is my pocket. Yeah, that sounded like a lounging. Like it needs to be a LL Cool J lounging. <laughs> <laughs> your nigga don't <laughs> get your flowers and his lips chapped. <laughs> that type of shit. Donna, what about you, bro? Uh, no, I, I think it's a, a little bit in that vein. I like like a little bit of surprises, like some surprise gifts, some surprise stuff. Like okay. you're not expect, 
man. And it's for it to be on a random day. Like, I'm not okay. good at that, you know, all right, it's Valentine's Day. What, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. I like those random, just out-of-pocket days, you know, when they it not go- expected it. Yeah. Like, you didn't, you didn't know I was listening, but here you go. I was listening. Yeah. yeah, I do like them. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. I think that it, it mine is just like showing that I'm I'm listening and I'm I'm familiar with you and that I care about the things you care about. You know that because that's like a, a underrated part of being in a relationship and being with somebody is you know uh, either you putting them on stuff and y'all caring about things together. And uh, or them putting you on something that you like. Damn, I wasn't even into this, but now I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with it. And I realized that, like, I don't know if this is a vice versa thing for women too, but women make a lot of things better. Like, uh, I remember going on vacation and, um, like the girls that we with, like, if we weren't with them, then we probably would have just like chilled out and shit like that. But they like kind of enhanced it and they were like, yo, let's do this. Let's do that. And it ended up being like cool as fuck. So that type of shit is just like, that's cool. Women are way better vacation planners. Yeah. (laughs) Way better. It depends depends on what you're trying to do. What you mean? Because sometimes I don't want the full agenda. Yeah, that's like that's it's cool. Weird. It's cool to have the options to know like where things can be done, but I don't sometimes always want to be locked into it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it's because we like they weren't like our girlfriends and then like that that we weren't locked into it that we can say yeah yeah or no. But the shit that we ended up doing was was cool as fuck, and it was like yeah, <laughs> we needed them. We needed them on this trip. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for guys, we like shit. Hey, when we wake up, we wake up. Yeah. <laughs> for women, they're like, all right, all right, we're going to be up at 8. <laughs> we're going to have breakfast at 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, okay. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Y'all need somebody to make sure y'all don't die. <laughs> nah, for real, bro. Y'all heard uh, Hulk Hogan can't feel his legs no more, bro? What? Yeah, they cut his nerves out of his legs accidentally. Accidentally? Oh, oh, he got a case. <laughs> Yeah, I thought somebody beat him. Nah, for saying nigga or some shit. Nah, but uh, yeah, praise the Hulk, man. Although you're a racist, man. still, man, it's not. It's never good to see niggas go out like that. Uh, everybody deserves legs. Yeah, man. Uh, y'all know how y'all felt when y'all heard like "Od" by Kendrick or like "House of Balloons," like. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how, like, how you felt like you knew. Well, let me ask y'all. Did y'all know that y'all were hearing something special and this is going to be like the new best thing or no? For some stuff, yeah. House of Balloons is for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick's OD, I, I, I was like, he's solid, but I didn't think, I didn't think, oh, he's going to be generational until I heard Good Kid, Mad City. Then I was like, all right. This okay. nigga, he's out here. He's him. <laughs> All right, that's a better question. What are some projects that you? This is the first time you heard that person, and uh, you knew because I was gonna ask y'all when is the last time. But first, before we get into the last time, let's let's see though, like some of the other artists that you like. First time you heard them, I put down House of Balloons, uh, OD by Kendrick, and Purple Swag ASAP. Mm-hmm. 
What's in there? I gotta put what's his uh Cuddy's first mixtape. Uh yeah, I'll put that in there too. I remember you showed me that uh day and night. That shit was I was like, okay. Uh Mm. Knew they were gonna be out of here. You knew the first time you heard them, you was like, "Oh yeah, this uh, is special." John Tolliver. What was the first one you heard? Uh, mm. Holden uh, Steel. Uh, Will? What's the shit called? Uh, not Holden Steel. Holden might have been Holden Steel. Yeah, I think no, it, it might have been Diva. Diva was the first one I heard. For some, am I tripping? I think the first time I heard Don was on uh, Astral World. Was it not? No, Donnie Womack. I I remember hearing Donnie Womack in in eighteen. What that was Astral World, right? Oh man, maybe Astral World was eighteen. I think because I think it was on that first. It was on that track. Um, damn, y'all know the song. And I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Oh, that brings up good. That brings up two good people too. Thug. When I heard uh. Him on it wasn't Stoner, it was that Gucci Man song. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. I was like, hold on. Yeah. Uh fuck. I forgot what the name of the song was. It, it, but it was like his voice. I was like, this sounds really weird, but it's like, this shit go hard. Yeah. Ferg, when I heard him on Kissing Pink. Mm-hmm. That was one that stuck out like, wait, who the fuck is this nigga? Damn, that brought up some good memories. Yeah, I think those two were in that same vein. Uh, I can't think of nobody else. I'm pretty sure some other people will come to me. But who was the last per- person y'all heard? When is the last time you heard somebody that made you feel like that? I said Baby King. When I heard Baby King, I was like, all right, hold on. This is this is special. I feel like Donnie felt like that with Roddy Rich. What was the first one that you heard from Roddy? Uh, oh, I, f- I feel like the first song I heard from Roddy Rich was uh, was it? Is that Every Season? Is that the song? Something Season? Snow Allegra, I want you around. Yeah, but that was like a. She had already had some albums by then, right? Like, does it matter when you when you when you caught them? No, nah, it was just the first time you heard them. You knew it was gonna be oh. special. I don't know, Ty Dolla Sign, Beach House. Beach yeah. House was crazy. Beach House was crazy. Beach Beach House. I, that was one I, I knew. I, I, there was some in there. It's, it's hard to think because it's, it's. I think it's very. Ella May. might be one for me. Hmm. Oh, division. Yep. When I heard uh what was that, September fourth? I was like, I right. uh too it was too deep for me. Too deep was the first one that dropped? That was the first one I heard. It might have been. Either too deep or um because I remember hearing too deep uh on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Too Deep was the first song I heard, too. Yeah, that was September 5th. 
Yeah, but I just wanted to see what y'all had on there, man. I thought that was interesting because it's crazy the the feeling that you get when you hear somebody that you know is gonna pop and they actually end up popping. Sometimes it don't work, but so mm-hmm. when they actually end up popping, like a uh, like I said, like the weekend or division or whoever it is, it's it's crazy to think like you remember that shit. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about all that I have for stories. I, I had the Van Lathan and um Emmanuel Acho debate. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen that. Yeah, um, but I hate that nigga. <laughs> cool, man, yeah. What are you even arguing about? He was uh he was he came on the uh the Van Lathan and uh Rachel Lindsay show like podcast and um I guess he said that he has the ability to take the hostility out of his conversations with white people because he is Nigerian. And he doesn't suffer from that generational trauma like black Americans do. Um, and Van Lichten took offense to that. Yeah, pretty I much don't. saying that, like he pretty that Emmanuel was saying that he was like a, a a white butler. Like he was able to cater to white conversations with white people because he, you know, he didn't have he didn't have that history of generational trauma. Yeah, this is it's kind of factual. When, when I seen that nigga do the uh, uncomfortable conversations with white people, I was like, this dude, he's, he doesn't need a platform. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, no, uncomfortable conversations with a black man. I forgot he did that shit. I hate how he talks, too. That was terrible. Yeah, that's garbage, bro. Yeah, so. Uh, niggas tried to... Uh, get Keith Lee out the paint this week, man. Is it impossible to have just a positive platform in this day and age? Uh, who's Keith Lee? <laughs> the nigga that be talking all slow and uh, visiting restaurants and shit. You don't know who I'm talking about? On TikTok? Yeah. Uh, eating nigga? Yeah. <laughs> don't call him an eating nigga. <laughs> That's literally what he does. He be talking like a, a goof. <laughs> yeah, he says he does that because he has social. He has very bad social anxiety, and it helps him talk slower. Oh my bad, bro. And he just talking. Nigga, to yeah, you're talking to a fool. <laughs> Come on, man. He's still I'm, making I'm, a video though. Man. I'm gonna give him a pass. It'd be nerve break, reckon. <laughs> I think he just never started making videos. Yeah, but for the people that don't know, I probably should have explained it. Keith Lee is a TikTok full reviewer. Who has he just started off going to restaurants in in Vegas and reviewing like different stuff that they had, but it caught on. Um, and he started getting followers, and then he's he started going to like struggling restaurants, and then because he had so many followers, when he would go to these struggling restaurants, that all his followers would go and help the business out, so they wouldn't have to close and stuff like that. So he does a lot of that now, where he goes to like struggling uh restaurants and stuff like that. So uh, he's been doing this for a little while, but some woman came out saying that she pitched him an idea to do a TV show. And he took that idea and went to one of the networks. And so she's trying to like out him for stealing from her and stuff like that. And he came out saying that wasn't true. The network came to me with the same idea. I mean, it's only so many ideas you can do with me um, from my platform. So uh, this brings up the question, like, because I saw somebody warn him early like a couple weeks, a couple months back or a couple weeks back saying, just stay out the bullshit because it's going to come your way. No, no matter how positive you're trying to be in this day and age, it's going to be some bullshit to come your way. Is it impossible for you to stay out the way and continue to be positive in today's day and age? 
while still remaining, uh, still having a social media presence? You, as the person, you, I think you can. But bullshit is always going to be there. People are always going to, you know, do some stuff. But you could for sure stay out of the bullshit. Especially when money starts getting involved. When when money starts getting... See, the thing with social media is there's always a point where people start integrating the money into it. And when that's kind of bringing business into it, and there's always some bullshit with business. Mm. If you just want to keep it positive... I don't want to sound crazy, but if you wanted to keep the BS away from you, you probably need to keep the dollars out of it. So just do it for the for the love of it. Do it for the love of it. Because mm. when you start bringing business and other individuals, you start bringing different people and different feelings. And when people have soured feelings, they respond differently. A different side of your story starts getting expressed openly you're gonna get some negativity start coming your way yeah it's unfortunate because it, it, it i would like it to be where because he seemed like a cool dude really you know really genuine dude um but i mean just like dude said it's gonna be some bs coming his way like we already knew what was gonna happen like you get too big and people start hating and they want to expose you or get the new viral moment of being the one that got some allegations against you or some shit. And it's just it's just sad that you can't even do because like like I said, he's doing well, like he's doing good things for people. But even those type of deeds don't go unpunished, I guess. So I don't know. Uh, should you give your kids money good uh, for getting good grades? Did y'all get money when y'all was growing up for getting good grades? Sure did. I got, I got rewarded. I got some gifts. Uh, do y'all think y'all gonna carry on that tradition or no? Yeah, yeah. I think it makes sense. I don't have a problem with it. It's always good to uh some positive reinforcement. Yeah, it was a it was a story, a news story that a lady she like set up a reward system. Like the more age you get, you get these points and. Like I guess the highest gift was like a, a trip to Paris and stuff like that, and you know scaled down from there. One, I mean, it's a faction of people that say you shouldn't do that because you're rewarding people for doing things as they're supposed to be doing. I don't believe in that. I mean, I feel like eventually these kids are going to realize these grades don't mean shit. So (laughs) if I could just, you know, get them to do what they need to do just through high school, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't don't really care. They'll find their motivation. We get bonuses at work as well for meeting standards and Things like that. It's just kind of the same thing. Yeah. And I, I think that that prepares them. I think that just shows kids that if you do good things in life, you're going to be rewarded. So if you do well, uh, well in your job, you're going to, you know, you're going to make more money. Or if you know more things, you're going to make more money. And so I think that sometimes we, we beat kids over the head with this is what you're supposed to do type shit. I'm like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. But it would be nice if my hard work was rewarded from time to time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to them parents that just be like, oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Come on. Nah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, bro. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for uh, stories. I got a few more, but nothing there. I don't think we really got to touch them. Um, y'all got any before we get into the music? 
Now let's talk about these songs. All right, uh, Lil Yachty dropped uh, his album this this week, and I ain't gonna lie, man, that shit was I kind of high. That shit was decent. Hey, man. I need I need that. That's that's good. That's good. That's gonna be amazing. Trader Joe's music, bro. If I was on some shrooms or some shit, bro, I would have went into a whole other dimension. <laughs> man, I was gonna say, like, I think if he continues this, this might be one of the best musical transitions in the history of music. I can't be mad at it because this for someone trying this out. And for this being the first album that they're doing, this is really, really good. Really good. Like, this is up there with um, Igor. I, I would put it up there with, like, 808s and just, like, how good he was able to transition from one sound to another. Yeah. I put on my notes, like, this is probably the best executed rapper to rock transition album. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm I trying to think of any others, but the fact that I can't even come up with that lets me know this is probably the best. This sounded up really good. Yeah, it came out the gate. That Black Seminole, I was like, what? Like, the, the sounds, bro, the sounds in that shit was like, bro, what am I hearing? Even the little, little part that he had where he was giving advice on failing and shit, it just fit the album and the flow and stuff. I was like, bro, oh, yeah, he blew my mind with this album, bro. Bro, when, when he brought out the walk voice on Pretty, I was like, oh, man, we out of here. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna be one of those, bro. Yeah, the only the only uh, criticism that I would have, and it's not to do with this album, it was um, his kind of statements afterwards, um, saying, oh, "What did he say?" Oh, he he was saying that he wants to be be considered an artist, not a rapper. You know, I hate when people say that. Don't don't start acting like you Quincy Jones because you start making this type of music, bro. And I'm not yeah. saying that I this mean, is but, bad, but come on. I understand because he he did produce or he played an influence on her loss. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that he needs to humble himself or anything like that. Like he's a musical genius, and I've liked Yachty since Minnesota came out. Like I, it, there was genius in that, but don't say just because you went to another genre. That it's it's like rap is not not good enough for you anymore. It's geniuses all throughout rap and hip hop. Well, I guess if you factor in the producing perspective, rap kind of puts you in a singular bucket. I think artist makes you seem more multidimensional. I hope that's the way he's taking it, but I just don't like how people like uh, West Side Gun. He said the same thing a couple weeks ago. Boop, boop, he was boop, like. Boop. <laughs> He was like, I'm not a rapper, I'm an artist. And people always try to make that distinction like rap isn't an art, hip hop isn't an art because they don't want to be seen as one of them niggas. I, I feel like, like I, oh, go ahead, don't. No, yeah, I was just going to say, I, they just don't, I feel like artists like that, they just don't like labels. And then they look at rap, you're just putting me in one box of what I am and not, you know, anything else that I can do. Okay. 
I don't know if I necessarily have a problem with that, but I mean, I'm I'm cool with him not saying he don't want to be looked at as a rapper anymore because I, I wasn't really a big fan of his rapping, to be honest. This shit I love. This, mm. this is like the first Yachty album that I think I've listened to front to back. I, I love once. that Michigan boy boat. Oh, I forgot. I like Yachty's rapping. I, I, I might be in a minority, but I like little different shit like that. Like, yes, all this shit wasn't great. But that's gonna be with anybody, like especially when you rap like he does, and he had, he had like a different type of style. But it was genius within that. I think it's like Lil B. Lil B. A lot of his shit is trash if you try to listen back to it. But his strokes of geniuses. I mean, strokes of genius and some of his shit. So, I don't. This shit came out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. I, I still need to know more about how he put this shit together because it makes no sense. Yeah. The production is ridiculous, bro. I was listening to this shit before the pod. Like, geez, you could just throw this on and just be in the zone, bro. Mm-hmm. So, salute to Yachty, man. I gotta give big props, man. It only sold like I think it's projected to sell like twenty five or something like that. But this should, that should tell you that. Sales don't equate musical like the the quality of it because this is a really good album. I, I think I saw somewhere that it actually leaked in December, like late December. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, under another name, and he just you know re-released it. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to shout out to Yadi. It seemed like he's taking a turn um, as an artist. Um, he's up there with Vince to me. the The way Vince came from being like a C level, D level type artists to being to me one of my favorite artists now. Like I listen to fucking uh what's the last shit? Ramona Park broke my heart damn every day. So uh also shout out to Vince on um Abbott, man. That shit is lace. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 killing that. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with that. Uh also who else dropping them? I think uh Popcorn. Y'all listen to Popcorn's album? It's called... What is this shit called? Great Is He? Yeah, I, did, I didn't listen. <laughs> that one Drake record kind of threw me off. Because I felt like... It, it was cool, but I, I feel like Drake put a little too much authenticity in his in his, uh, <laughs> in in his accent. Show? Like, usually he be chilling, but he was like, nah, I'm really going to take it. Take it there, and it threw me off. That uh, <laughs> I I did fuck with that cry for your body. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. To cry for your body is it's hard, bro. <laughs> I gotta check it out. Mm. It's only like two or three good songs on there, but a uh, cry for your body, past life, and we can done. Uh, with Drake. Uh, <laughs> but uh, outside of that, yeah, it was just okay. Um, any other albums or new releases? Uh, uh, race rumor put out sucker or some. <sighs> they they oh, haven't. Man. I don't know if the magic is just lost. Like the songs haven't been terrible, but I think the the momentum is gone and the the, magic the moment is lost. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I I like what's the name? Um, what's the name? Uh, the, the second song they dropped. Uh, torpedo. I fuck with torpedo. Yeah, like like I said, the songs haven't been bad. Like. Even uh, Sucker Something was alright It's just 
I just right. it's just not I'm not in that mode anymore. I'm not in that zone. Maybe they need to drop something that's just gonna go over the top with it or some shit. Um Corday dropped two tens with Anderson Pat. It wasn't Corday. terrible. Uh Tony, you said it was mid. No, no, I, I haven't even listened to it. You said uh, it's Corday and Anderson Pack? Corday and Anderson Pack, yeah. It's just like I, I respect the uh, artistry of those two niggas, but I don't want to hear a song about them. Unfortunately, <laughs> we got two ESTG songs. If I stop now and blow up, yeah, I haven't heard of them yet, but I saw they're gonna be on this new tape. So I hope he got his eye fixed. Come on, man. No, he had put on his like IG or something like that one time. He was like, "Man, my eyes getting blurry. What I'm supposed to do?" So I hope he got that fit. He should have hit up Mr. Beast, man. Y'all seen that Mr. Beast video where he, he like uh, cured like a thousand people of uh, blindness and shit? It, I didn't watch it, but I saw it on, on YouTube. Like a thousand people see for the first time. Like, how the fuck is this nigga doing this? Shut up, Mr. Beast been doing everything. How much money that nigga got? Because he was giving people like 10 stacks, uh, like paying, giving people 50,000 for college and shit. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Where did he get all this money from? He makes so much money from YouTube, man. I think that he said that somebody offered a billion dollars for like his all of his shit. Yeah. Damn. Hey, shout out and to And he got face. that food stuff. He got the little Mr. Beast burgers. Yeah, the yeah. Mr. Beast shit. He, he doing it. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw Daniel Caesar dropped a new single. I didn't get a chance to check it out, though. Daniel Caesar killed that Yachty song. Oh, he did. <laughs> Somebody uh put out a, a tweet saying that everybody featured on Yachty's album is Jamaican. Justine Sky, Daniel Caesar. It was some other people on there. I forget who else was on there. Man, Justine Sky killed that too. I don't want to keep going back to it, but I don't even really fuck with Justine Sky. <laughs> she killed that. Like she was I just want to be in the same room sometimes. Right. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> keep let's, let's keep going. <laughs> man, <laughs> uh, any, any other singles, man, that I'm missing? Y'all listen to Q? Q. Only the Q R- I know. Oh, oh, the R and B dude. Yeah, I was thinking about that rapper. Wasn't there a rapper named? Yeah, there was a rapper named Q. I don't know about the R and B dude. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. He dropped a song called Love. Um, I heard a snippet and it sounded alright, so I might have to check it out. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, pr- uh, Chloe dropped a single called "Pray It Away." It looked goofy, so I'm sorry I wasn't listening. <laughs> okay, well, pray it away. That, yeah, that covers it. Yeah, I like Chloe too, and I, I I hope I wish her the best, but okay. Okay. I don't know if they handling her career. Once you start right wishing way. people best, then I know where she need me to go. <laughs> what I man? Let's go ahead and round third. We start wishing people the best. Hey man, so. Uh yeah, I think that's about it, man. Um any other things to talk about before we get up out of here, man? Before we get shout outs. Um no man, good luck to y'all people who extend your dry January into February. That's it. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Let's do it, man. That's, that's tough. Uh all right, man. Don't know what you got shout outs. Uh shout out to my nigga Paperboy, man. Hey. Brian Tyree Henry, man. Oscar nominee. That's, that's big shit. That's big shit, man. I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of his acting outside of Atlanta for some reason, but that's that's huge. Yeah. Did you see the movie he was nominated for? No. I I, I might check. I know it's on Apple, but I've heard good things, but I haven't watched it. Did you? No, nah, I didn't check it out yet. Uh, shout out to Angela Bassett too on that. Um, oh Oscar yeah. Nomination. That's that was well deserved too. I thought she killed her role. 
Rock I didn't like the movie, but she she was like. Right. Uh, uh, any other ones for you? That's it. See what you got, bro. Um, for me, uh, shout out Allison Felix. Um, USC renamed their track after her. She's their most distinguished um, track alumni. So that's what's up. Shout out to her. I remember lusting over Allison Felix in high school. I had this picture of her. Where? Random facts. <laughs> Where's this picture? What do you mean you had a picture of? On my Vugo. Oh. Remember the Vugos, y'all? Yeah. You put the yeah. media on that shit? Yeah, I had one on my Vugo. I had that and uh, the uh, It's the Juggernaut Bitch video on there. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Any other ones for you, sis? Nah, that's it. Okay. Um. Damn, do I have a shout out? No, I don't think I do. Um. I guess shout out to uh Beyonce for getting twenty four. Well, they say forty five million for performing for one day over in Dubai. I saw people was mad about that because of their LGBT uh Q what's names. But fuck them. If I'm getting forty five million, I'm performing anywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> That hotel look crazy. I don't know if y'all seen it. Nah. Shout out to Dubai. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Shout out to Making Good, man. Too. Y'all seen that video? Mm-mm. Type in Making Good on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody asked, do y'all think she's still going to church? I think she is spiritual so now. <laughs> She's spiritual. God knows her heart. Everybody's spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Shout out to all them, man. Um but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Uh, 194, one you know, one episode closer to two hundred. Got what, six episodes left. Uh man, yeah. Like I said, we appreciate y'all, man. We hope all y'all have a good week. Y'all have anything to say before we get up out of here? Stay safe, man. Stay safe. Keep your mental right. And let's get to it. Let's go into February right, man. I hope all the lovers out there having a good, you know, they warming up. C's around the third. So, let's get into it, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Love, little boss, man. Yes, sir.